Today's topic of conversation is why you should work with a fiduciary. Uh, in the world that we're living in right now with volatility, with the markets being up and down, with inflation, everyone's constantly evaluating, how is my scenario today? Am I working with the right person? And the question comes up, we get it asked all the time. Are you guys a fiduciary? What is a fiduciary? You see headlines, articles all the time about it. So we wanted to take a, a few minutes here to walk you through it and 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 the difference between a fiduciary and a suitability. Yeah, I hope this is helpful. We, we get this question to us all the time. Are you a fiduciary? Then the, some people go, what does that even mean to be a fiduciary? So we walk you through that today. Uh, by the way, if you are listening and you'd like to be able to have a quick conversation, maybe you got some questions about your retirement plan, maybe about your income plan, your taxes, social security, Medicare, whatever it might be, uh, go to our website, pomwealth.net, go to the top right-hand corner, click on schedule call. Our calendar comes right up. You're able to schedule the call. Merce and I would love to have the opportunity to have a minutes of a conversation, answer any questions, help you kind of think things through. Um, and so take advantage of that if you'd like to do so. It's completely complimentary. Also, wherever you're listening to us, if it's on the website or on iTunes or Spotify, make sure you follow us or um, make sure you subscribe to our uh, show so you get all the updates as we're going along the way. Um, people have told us that's very, very helpful. If you're able to do so and you want to give us a good rating, we'd love that as well and write us a review. Before we get into this particular episode, though, we need to do a quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to this week's podcast. We are going to be talking today about being a fiduciary. Should you look for a fiduciary? Is that important? Uh, what should you consider? If you're not a fiduciary, what are you? Uh, we're going to try to talk through this particular issue. We actually talked about this. We had an episode back in March of 2021, um, episode number 60, where we kind of talked about this. We just felt it so important, though, and we get so many questions around it. And the question that a lot of people ask is, are you a fiduciary? So that begs the question, what does that even mean? And if you're not a fiduciary, what are you? So I think what we could do is just start off here, and we're just going to kind of talk through the different options. So, Merce, would you kind of want to walk us through maybe if you're not a fiduciary, what does that mean? Yeah, and I think, you know, with with how the markets are today, with how volatility is today, uh, everyone's got questions for their advisors, and everyone's always reevaluating, am I with the right person? And um, that starts to bring up the conversation of what is a fiduciary? Am I working with one? Should I be working with one? And to understand that, I think we need to go back and uh, talk about this idea of suitability. And there's a lot of advisors that work in that type of landscape of suitability and not fiduciary. Um, and in particular, if you work with someone that is an insurance agent, 
or a broker, um, they're going to work under the premise of suitability. So an insurance agent agent has the ability to sell you insurance products like life insurance, like annuities, uh, all different types of insurance products. Broker can make transactions for you. A lot of times these, these types of transactions are commissionable, right? The, the person makes a sale to the client and then they receive a commission, whether it's upfront or over time or at the back end of things, but they receive a commission for the transaction. Uh, and, and that's where people start to ask questions that was that commission. Was it for the benefit of the advisor or was the product that was sold actually for the benefit of the client? Uh, and that's always a topic of conversation and always makes you wonder, you know, was that really for me? Uh, or is it for the guy's business, the, the, the advisor's business? And so that's where that's what suitability really is in the insurance world and in, in, in the financial landscape. All, oftentimes we have to be able to prove that uh, the, the product or the, the transaction being made is is somewhat beneficial to the, the client that is receiving the transaction. Um, and then in the fiduciary world, and we'll talk about that, it has to be in the client's best interest, not just somewhat beneficial. So suitability, uh, it could be a product that is sold by a life insurance agent that could be, you know, just fine for the, for the client. It could be a life insurance policy that the client really needs. Uh, but is it the best one that the client really needs? We don't know, maybe not, but it, it's suitable enough to, past regulation suitable enough to get the job done, but is it going to get the best job done? So I'll give you an example. Say you're working with an insurance agent and the insurance agent works with a company and all they can do is sell that company's products, that company's insurance products. So they don't have access to anything else out there except for what the company offers. That's where the conversation starts to come up as well if this is all you got, we got to make it work somehow in some fashion to make it work for the client. Um, so there's a limited access when you work with uh, an agent or a broker that is affiliated with a direct company and they can only sell that company's products. But if it's suitable enough, then that's where that term suitability comes in. Does it act, does it get the job done good enough versus is this in the best interest of our client? Um, and that's where we go into fiduciary. Fiduciary, you see the headlines, you'll see articles all the time. What is a fiduciary? Should you be working with one? And most people will say, yes, you should be working with one. And it all comes down to the best interests of the client. So Raiden, you want to uh, get us started on that? Yeah. So basically, if if you say, are you a fiduciary? That's important to 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 note. I, I remember I have a, an advisor that I heard that he said, I always treat my clients as a fiduciary but he was not a fiduciary. So that's not a bad thing for him to say. He says, I treat them as a fiduciary. He just was not bound to the fiduciary standard. There are certain licenses and certifications that bind a person, bind an advisor to becoming a fiduciary. One of those certifications is a certified financial planner. As a certified financial planner, you have to vow that you will be a fiduciary to your client. Even more than that though, is licensing. And in the world of licensing, if you're licensed as a uh, registered investment advisor, you are bound by law through that license to treat your clients as a fiduciary. So you have to act as a fiduciary. Well, what does it mean? Well, let me just kind of give you a little bit of a, of a 
thought process around this, and then we'll kind of do a little back and forth on how we do this. So a fiduciary says, whenever we provide advice to, to you regarding your retirement account, your individual account, doesn't matter, uh, that we are fiduciaries, and this is what that means. One, we meet a professional standard of care when making investment recommendations means we give you prudent advice. Now, how do we do that? We're going to talk a little bit about that in a moment. We never put our financial interests, our interest ahead of the client's interest when we make recommendations. We avoid misleading statements about conflicts of interest, fees, and investments. And then we follow policies and procedures designed to ensure that we give advice that is in your best interest. And then we charge no more than is reasonable for our services. That's, that's how we have to act. Now, you might think, well, then what's the difference between that and suitability? Well, let's just think that through for a second. Let's go back to what Merce talked about in this idea of I've got a person who needs a product. It's, it's something that would fit their situation. Let's say they need something that's going to provide lifetime income. That would be an insurance-based product. Well, as a fiduciary, our, our, thing, our goal then is to say, okay, we've got a client who needs this. Now we go out and we basically look at all the options and we say which one is the best for the client, regardless of what that is going to pay, how it's going to pay, any of those terms. We just go out and have to do the research and find it. And then we bring it back and we're basically walking the client through usually two to five different options. So they go, this is the two to five that are the best. Let's talk through how these products work and then which one actually fits you the best. So I'm not bringing to them, here's a solution. It's like, here are multiple of solutions. Let's walk it through to talk about the pros and cons because we say everything has a pro and con. Well, the other side of this is on the managed money side. So let's go now to investments. A broker could say, I'm going to sell you a mutual fund. And in that mutual fund, again, it could pay a commission uh, or a fee to the, to the advisor. In our world, we get no commissions on any of those things. Our client pays us a fee that is fully disclosed, they know what it is. If we buy and sell those investments, if we buy another ETF, another mutual fund, another stock, there are no brokerage commissions in there. So what what what, what are we looking for? So let's just talk about this for a second, Merce. Let's just go down the path that we have determined that a client has, let's say a certain risk tolerance that puts them into a growth portfolio. And then we are going to now go out and buy, and I'm just using this as an example, we wanna buy, a large cap value fund in uh, in the world of that how do we go pick that etf what do we do to do that i hope that you are enjoying the show by the way if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking learn what the biggest retirement myths are and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement get started today by requesting your complimentary video course four steps to secure your retirement to access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. So we're going we're gonna to evaluate all of them out there. Um, and we have a way of tracking uh, thousands of ETFs from a lot of different metrics. Um, in our scenario, we're not tied. While we, we, we do custody funds at Charles Schwab, we're not tied to Charles Schwab by any means by saying that, hey, we have to use only Charles Schwab funds. 
We have the entire world of the investment universe that is available to us. So we go and we drill down and we say, what are the metrics that we're looking at when it comes to buying this large cap value ETF? A lot of times we're looking at performance, how it's done. We're also looking at, because we're not just buying it for that one client, we're buying it in a in a large block and, and we're buying millions of dollars at a time. We want to make sure that there is plenty of volume available in the in the uh in the scenario that we need to get out of that investment uh, we're also looking at the expense ratios how expensive is it is to be in the etf all investments are going to have some type of internal expense ratio and those those costs have been coming down but they're still there so we want to evaluate that as well um, and then we put them all together and we we're looking at each one of those on charts we're looking at them on lists based on different metrics and, and from there, that's kind of how we make a decision. So the key point here is that we're not working with any individual company that says, hey, if you if you use our product, we're going to give you a little bit of a, a bonus on top of it. We're not using that. We're just evaluating independently and saying what's going to serve our purpose the best for this transaction. All right. So what we're not trying to tell you is that a suit person who works on suitability is going to necessarily take advantage of you. Uh what we do believe, and we are full disclosure fiduciaries. So uh, obviously we believe in the fiduciary standard. We believe that it makes sense. I personally would rather work with somebody who is required to put my interests ahead of their own and not work under the suitability standard. Uh, that's for you to make uh, that decision. So what we would say is if you're trying to look at an advisor, maybe you're with an advisor, you're looking at moving advisors, you want to, if you are concerned about that, just simply ask the question, are you a fiduciary? Uh, be careful on the play on words. If the person says, I treat all of my clients as a fiduciary, um, say, great, are you bound to the fiduciary standard? Ask that question. That's what you want to know. And uh, we would encourage you to do that right up front. Uh, many people ask us that right up front. Are we fiduciaries? And that's important. And a lot of people are reading about that right now. And I just wanted you to make sure you understood the why, because I think that's going to help you to understand the importance of that question and then the importance of the answer to that question. We, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I think also realize that um, there, there are no quick answers when it comes to financial planning. Uh, the way that we approach answering any questions is it always comes back to the retirement financial plan that we have created for our clients or we want to create for somebody that we are talking to. I'll give you a quick example. This morning, I had a phone call uh, with someone that was kind of looking at our services and everything that we do, but he really just wanted a quick answer on social, social security. And while I am very knowledge, Raiden's very knowledge on social security and how it works, uh, he wanted to know, know right away, should I take it at 62, 66, or 70? And I said, hey, we're just getting to know each other. I don't know anything about your scenario. And in order to help you make this decision, whether or not we work together, I got to get some pieces of information. Because as a fiduciary, our responsibility is not just to look at the one question, it's also to look at everything surrounding that question in a very holistic manner to make help you make the best decision for yourself. Um, so there are no simple answers when it comes to financial planning. Some of these take some time. Some of these take some analysis. And, and they're not direct to the point. So we got to look at all the different um, knobs that get turned when we make one decision. So I just put that out there as you're, as you're talking to people and understanding how they operate. Uh, it's a big deal that someone knows the entire picture before they make a recommendation. All right. We hope this has been helpful. Uh, if you're listening to this and you like to read about it, uh, we have a blog written on this as well that just went onto the website. Uh, 
And so go check that out. You go to the website, which is pomwealth.net. Go to the blog page. If you're listening to this and you go, man, I'd love to have some questions answered. I'd love to hop on a quick call. Uh, go to the website, top right-hand corner. You can click on schedule call. Uh, our calendar will come right up. You can schedule a call. It's a no obligation, complimentary phone call. We'll answer any questions that you might have. We'd love to be able to get a chance to talk to you. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, we've enjoyed being able to talk to you. We'll talk to you again next Monday. All right, everyone. That wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.